0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. Kate made the point there, it's so hard to get staff for catering at the moment or for any kind of, of hospitality and retail. And look, we've had it pointed out to us during the week that we are at more than almost more than full employment now so there's more jobs than there's people to fill them which it could be a good thing sometimes you know but it causes problems particularly i think in the hospitality trade Uh, Mike Ryan joins me from Corn Store and Cockbull. Mike, it look, hi, good morning to you. Times times are good in terms of there being a a job for anybody who wants it. The problem is there are more jobs now than there are people to fill them.
2: Well, that's, that's the case, but I suppose there's a lot of challenges out there. Like even if you can get people to come into your area, you're 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 struggling for accommodation. I think if you ask anyone at the moment, like there are there are opportunities to, for people to come into the country via visas or whatever else, but the, you can't get them accommodation, and that's a huge challenge that a lot of businesses have to to deal with. I suppose we all go through different peaks and troughs of um, shortages of, from whatever industry, like. If you try to get your care service now, you're going to be waiting a long time. You need a plumber, electrician. I suppose our long term problem, I think, in in the in the country as a whole, is that we've kind of devalued the value of trades, yeah. and people people are kind of being steered away from going into a trade, be it a chef or a plumber or electrician. So we're going to have to that has to be outsourced and to bring people in. It's it's you know it's it's challenging but i suppose a lot of a lot of economies have had to bring people in from abroad at different times in growth but um i suppose if you've no place to house them it's it's, mm. it's one of the biggest challenges
1: like trying to hire skilled people for your kitchen for example and you say oh well, there's a great mm. chef now i can bring him in or her in and give him a good wage and look after them well but where are they going to live
2: yeah well i'm actually in that situation i'm not alone um we take on accommodation for people to get them settled oh do you i suppose the, yeah we do yeah but like i think the accommodation we would take on obviously like you have there's an onus like when you're younger you know and you're a student you know you'd all people will bunk in together we all know what we did in college and and in one in younger life but like i'm talking about bringing people in that would have maybe families and stuff and and or would be more settled and coming in with a partner and you know the accommodation has to be very uh, at a very high standard Mm -hmm. and you know unfortunately with the demand out there at the moment it comes at a high price so a lot of people can't come up with even the deposits so we would take that on as a business we're not alone like we're nothing special we just this it's what businesses have to do to adapt and evolve you know in the scenario you're in Mm -hmm. Uh, it's the same as the pharmaceuticals and they all take on accommodate uh, take on accommodation for people as well so you take that on bring people in and I suppose it's an ease for them at the start. But like what I say to a lot of people is when they're coming in, I you need to look at the price of living because like we offer a high wage, mm-hmm. but they may be coming from countries that have a, a lower cost of living. Mm-hmm. So they think the wage is extremely high. And it's like, you know, when you're younger and you went away, the first question you're asked is how much is a pint there? Yeah. <laughs> so you kind of gauge, you gauge, the, uh, you ga- you gauge the cost of living on a pint or whatever your yeah. metric is. But we you're telling people a pint to seven euros now, it kind of it's an eye-opener, you know?
1: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So have you lost people, potentially good people, because there's nowhere for them to,
2: to stay? Um, we, we find this out. We, yes. Yes is the answer. Would have went through an awful lot of interviews um, and even gone through the visa process, which was very unfortunate last year. I'd gone through the visa process with two chefs um, and had their visas, and they couldn't come in because there was no place to stay. And the problem was the cost was on the business of two and a half thousand euros per chef, mm. uh, that would that that were processed and never came to the country. Wow! So now that was a hit, um, and then but like so now I'm really really careful with people and kind of going. You have like people have to know upfront how much it costs, you know. Mm.
1: And it, uh, and your organizations like the restaurants association and other such groups like that are they able to? Are they able to make this understood to government? To, no.
2: to be uh, well uh, on the visa side of things, I think sh- uh, people in the catering industry, chefs, and front of house, because front of house is uh, it's not just chefs; it's front of house as well. Mm. Uh, like it's it's all across the uh, the industry, front and back of house. They have moved like visas have moved along quickly. Um, you have they are at the top of. The critical list, so the, the process where visas were nine months now we're having them done in about eight to twelve weeks, so the message came across that way yeah. with the, the with lobbying and everything else but the the fundamental problems are there of housing people and getting getting them places to stay that is the big problem are actually bringing are you know we can 't always be reliant from outside we have to be more self sufficient mm-hmm. and it 's the bring mo- and it's, to, and it's up to the industry to make it more attractive for people. And um, I think, you know, there is a legacy from back in the day that it was a tough industry to work in. Yes, mm-hmm. It's it's a service industry. Service industries are hard. As 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 Kate was saying, like, you know, you you are dealing with the public. And and the majority of time, the public are lovely because you wouldn't be in it if they weren't. But you do have the ones that can sell your day or your week. Mm. And, you know, and sometimes in different times, you do have more more than the average. And it's difficult to be dealing with that and, and for your staff to be dealing with that. You know what I mean? Mm. It's hard.
1: Are you um, getting, you, can you identify with, with the kind of things that Kate is saying there this
2: morning then? Totally. Totally. Like, you have people, that, they, they can be very dismissive. And look, unfortunately, and this is not going to be, go down too well, I have people from different countries, and let's say that because they're from a different country, sometimes they're not treated with the respect they should be. I see. And, you know, and, and, you know that's we don't tolerate it for a second. I have no problem. Pre-COVID, uh, you did everything to keep everyone as happy as possible. You still do. But I have no problem now saying, "I'm sorry, we can't accommodate you today. This is not for, this place is not for you." And because you have, there has been an element of people like, look, there's strains in mental health everywhere, in every industry, and and people are suffering. Like, I have so many friends in the industry that. You know, you'd worry for them. You know, mm. um, because of the strains. You know, it's not before it was like you know what I mean. Will the job get me before I'm sixty five? As in health wise. Yes. But health isn't. Uh, it's 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 mental health as has uh, honestly in every industry. Everyone I talk to, it's not just hospitality. Mm-hmm. Um, they do they do suffer. But when you're a frontline, and um, now I'm not considering like waiting staff and 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 ourselves the same as medical staff frontline but i'm saying when you're dealing on the cold face with people um it is difficult and it is stressful
0: it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can already hear the beach waves feel the warm breeze relax and think about work
1: Just lastly and briefly, Mike, um, the VAT increases from last weekend formed quite a yeah. lot of conversation for us over the last few days. Have you had to increase prices because of them, or can you absorb them?
2: Well, we were at the moment. Uh, we have absorbed somewhat, but we couldn't absorb at all. Um, because we were in a situation that there's actually been a few price drops, so it's actually helped. Like the price example. Salmon was twenty-two fifty kilos. Now dropped to sixteen fifty, so that's been a massive drop. So that means that you could we, we would have been dropping it on our menu anyway. So there, but you would be factoring in the four and a half percent. All I'd say to say people that are outside the industry, if you have a restaurant that's turning, it's just an immodest sized restaurant that's turning fifty thousand euros a week, yeah. and on that you would have uh, roughly around a hundred seats, and. For that size premises outside of Dublin, you'd be paying somewhere in the region of eighty to a hundred thousand on rent. Okay? If you factor in all those figures and put on four and a half percent onto that food sale of the fifty thousand, that's an extra two thousand to two hundred and twenty five a week, which is one hundred and seventeen thousand in the round of a year. That's extra onto the business if you don't pass it on. You can't have done. If you if you if you started off your business with your business model saying that you're, okay, my rent is going to be 90,000 a week, a year. And all of a sudden you have your rent doubles. You're not viable because you don't factor that in your plan. And the reality is the VAT went up last year. Like Out of the last 12, 13 years, the VAT's only been at 13.5% for one year. Mm -hmm. So a lot of business models would have been uh, working around that. For us, we're tax collectors. We have to put it on. We take it off and give it to the government. This isn't going into our tills. It's not going into our bank accounts. We absorb it so much. The biggest problem with it is, is the optics. So if you had a 48 euro menu, set menu, three-course menu, which mm-hmm. is kind of the average, 45, 48 around town, all of a sudden you're pushing it over the 50 euro mark. No one has put it over the 50. They've absorbed some of it. Now, because of price drops, we've been able to do that right now because it, it, the volatility is is after slowing down. Mm-hmm. But when we come into the winter again, we can see that it's going to rise again. Um, because you know we're not, as a country, we're, we're very reliant on outside factors. Of course. And even when you see when you have wet weather in Spain or hot weather in Spain, there's a, there's a lack of like you had it on the the, sh- the shelves, uh, the, in the supermarkets. Well, we have to buy as well um, for our shelves, our stores, and we are also suffer with it. And we're just not sustainable enough. I think in mm. like we, we're, we're kind of gone down too many we're, we're narrowing our, our perspective when it yeah. comes to food in the country and we're, we're taking like the, the farming community, community definitely have a right to be aggrieved at the moment the way things how they've been treated and how their prices and how they've been driven out of the out, out of the markets but in a couple of years time if, if you're looking at countries that are importing to you and they have to keep for their own populations it's going to make our cost of our doing business a lot higher again, you know?
1: Yeah, we've uh, 32 days to go, Mike, to the budget. Uh, I know that th- the government said that they couldn't, that the VAT increase had to go ahead because it was set in legislation. I take mm-hmm. it that you and others would be looking to Michael McGrath and Pascal donahue on the 10th of October to maybe give you the 9% back for another while?
2: Well, well that are even separated out from uh, like having food and accommodation separately. And I think a lot of people would be in agreement with that, that if you had your food at 9%, like it's not unheard of. They, they, you might hear that it's, oh, it's so hard to do, but should we do it with drink and food already? Drink is at 23%, you know what I mean? It's it's, it's, it's done automatically. We've been doing it for years. You program it into like, the tail end of story. Yeah, so it's been done. It's been done, It's it, you know, Everywhere in Europe, there's, there, 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 there's a, there can be a different, not everywhere, but in a lot of countries in Europe, you have a separate uh, accommodation and a separate uh, um, food vac um, rate. Because there's because such there's such volatility, especially in the food market. And also, you have to rely, this is a country that relies highly on, on tourism. And we're, it's the optics, as I said. This isn't this 13%, 13.5%, this 9%. This doesn't go into our tills. It goes into our tills to be handed over. We're tax collectors. Yeah. And so, but it's the optics. You're yeah. trying to sell abroad. And, but Ireland is coming across as being so expensive, and you know, and when you have, and as I said, food is dropping, but the fuel prices have gone up. So what's going to happen? The transport costs are going to go up, i.e., the food's going to go up again. So we're in the we're in a bit of a, a, a downward trough at the moment. But in the next, there'll be a knock-on effect um, with inflation on food again. You know, so yeah. I suppose yes, we would we would hope they could. I won't say see sense, like they know that it's the it, it it's the right thing to do. But I suppose there are certain elements uh, in government and around that, that believe that, you know, it's, it's a loss to the exchequer. But <laughs> the reality is that, you know, if places go to business, the loss to the exchequer is, I know you have full employment and people can move on, but you have to look at entertaining people, like what's the quality left behind yes. if, if these small businesses are let go? Because, like, we're all, like, you know, in business to make a living, of course. I'm in it because I like to do it as well. I do enjoy what I do. But, you know, if you leave all the small operators and uh, go and they can't, it's not viable, then you're just left with the bigger chains. And yeah. it's then this is the debate about the boutique store as opposed to the the chain, the the, the high yeah. street store. There's room for both. Yeah. But like, you know, if you take away choice, you, 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 you kind of make everything pretty sterile, you know?
1: Mm. Mike, great food for thought. Not to coin too much of a pun on that one, but thank you, uh, Mike Ryan of the Cockbull and Corn Store. Uh, he's got jobs on offer, good jobs, well-paid jobs, but he cause Nobody can't... They, he can't get places for people to live. Oh wait one eight ninety six ninety six ninety six thank you Mike he was talking as well about the customer the customer service. or the attitude of people towards customers um, which is not acceptable sometimes I, I I'm kind of concerned about something he said there that he'd have staff who weren't Irish and that sometimes people turn on them a little more rapidly than they turn on staff who were Irish. that's not good to hear not good at all courts ninety six FM.